Life can be many things to many people. What do you want your life to be? In this exclusive Spotify podcast, discover the art of living with Gurudev. Thank you so much, Gurudev, for taking the time to chat with me. And first of all, it's just incredible to witness love in action. And sometimes we think of love as an ideal but to see you really mobilize so many people creating hospitals and schools and enormous festivals around these ideals of love and peace because in the world today we hear you know we have to be aggressive or we have to be strong and push our way through but what do you think has um what is the key to living love as a verb to actually using love in action to create good and beneficial things we must take it for granted love is always there hmm it is there because it's our very nature right and the mode of expression may change time to time but if we keep questioning our love for others or others love for us that's where we get into our head you know through your intellect you can never capture love or understand love there are two different dimensions you can't smell through your ears mm. right you can't taste through your nose so you can only feel the love that's that's a completely a different um, area of uh, operation right so the intellect and emotion they are two different things and they both work in resonance and that's mm. good that's that's the most healthy state of uh, human health sometimes in daily life it could be at work or at home we get caught up in the mind in the intellectual part and we think oh it should be this way or we try to push our way and there's a lot of stress from that the formula for stress is different it is too much to do too little time and no energy mm. <laughs> you know either you reduce the workload which doesn't happen in the day or you increase the time that also doesn't happen because you are when you are tired you want to take more time to yourself to recuperate right so the only option visible option we are left out left with is increase your energy level mm. and this you can do by attending to your food your diet you know you eat eat heavy stuff you take couple of burgers and that's it you know you can be in bed the whole day if you don't feel like doing anything mm-hmm. and uh, so if you eat light food like salads and more fruits and lightly cooked vegetables and things like that if you attend to your diet organic fresh fruits and vegetables you will feel much more energetic yes and so food is the first source of energy second is proper sleep if you are on the phone till you really knock off you know is no good at least couple of hours before you go to bed you should shut the screen Mm-hmm. and give rest to our senses and then if we can take good sleep that's very energizing mm. it doesn't depend on 
the length of sleep we we have see usually we think oh if i sleep for 8 hours 10 hours all the whole day i will be more energetic no if you sleep more than 8 hours you feel even more tired right too much too much too tired yes. too much sleep is no good in the same way um breathing also so deep breath from pranayama breathing exercise can energize your system Mm. And the real source of energy is meditation. Mm-hmm. When you are to yourself, with, you know, with so much energy that uh, meditation gives you, you can do so many things in life, mm. both physical and intellectual work. Mm-hmm. So we build the lifestyle to really support our. goals and to live a stress-free life. But what do we do Shree Shree when the the mind, you know, starts to tell us thoughts or again back to the love when we think oh we you know we need to push our way or we're trying to be right at work or we get frustrated at home in our family life. How do we stay connected to the love through <laughs> the ups and downs of real life? As I said, you know, um to keep ourselves free from stress is one thing mm-hmm. second is we must know our mind always wants something new mm. the race of mind is getting new things but our heart yearns for old mm. so you take pride in an old friend and a new computer not the other way around right mm-hmm. you don't say i have an old computer and this is my new friend correct <laughs> yeah so uh, so ancient things antiques really uh, thrill us because that that comes from a different space see and love when we stop questioning the love for others and others love for us um, we will not demand anything in love because demand destroys love Mm. It doesn't really destroys. It distorts, I would say. When you demand, then you get anger. Then you get, and when you are so perfectionist, then you you are prone to anger. Yes. And it's the same love that expresses itself as anger, jealousy, greed. Everything is all love only. But mm. it gets distorted. Hmm. what is jealousy you love someone too much you then it becomes possessiveness mm-hmm. then you feel jealous mm-hmm. you love yourself more that is greedy you love objects more it's greed yes right so love with wisdom leads you to bliss love in ignorance leads you to host of negative emotions the things we don't want And you have so much to teach us about conflict resolution. So let's say we, you know, we we hear this message and we think, yes, love, peace, this feels good to me. But whether it's, you know, someone at your in your neighborhood or a family member or someone that is coming from a a different, more aggressive place. No, a family member is very aggressive and they're unreasonable. So yes. what do we do? This is a Thank basic you. question. <laughs> yes. See, if someone is unreasonable, it's because they have some insecurity, mm. or they are hurt. 
but they have no better understand now by communication you can clear their understanding proper opening the channel of communication second uh, to clear the hurt they need bomb they need understand you know we have to understand them that they are hurt that's why they are causing hurt to others mm-hmm. it can only be handled through compassion mm. loving compassion the third thing is when they are uh, stressed the only way to address this issue is let them calm down meditation mm-hmm. if they do breathing and meditation they behave differently it changes the behavior pattern changes you know then you help them to come out of their behavior pattern this is some now aggressive behavior or a depressive behavior these are the two extremities we find in the mental health issue today mm-hmm. especially after covid other people are becoming aggressive at the drop of the hat they get upset on the other hand they get so depressed and suicidal no to get them out of these extremities what we need is the exercises mm. breathing exercises meditation and people with compassion who can hold this all four together yes you know with understanding i mean it's a challenge i know <clears throat> so patience perseverance and understanding can help us to move through such difficult situations and sometimes someone may not be ready to shift themselves but like you said if we do the breathing and meditation and we at least to protect yourself yes and raise protect the energy your mind yes you're from getting played up you know some if they suppose someone gives uh, uh, adverse i you know comment on you know as someone gives a, makes a remark which is no good i mean which you don't like it then here there are two ways to look at it if someone is um harsh on you uh, one way is to see why are they saying things which they should not be saying mm-hmm. when you see that maybe they want you to look into your self Yes. So they're pointing out something in you which you have not been not been aware of. So in this sense they are putting their friendship at risk and they're being bold and brave enough to point out your mistake. So you have to thank them. Mm. On the other side if they are doing something which is unreasonable which appears to be unreasonable and they're coming from a space of jealousy or stress you only have compassion for them mm-hmm. either you are grateful for an adverse comment or you are compassionate because you know they themselves are not in a good state of mind mm-hmm. so there you see you never get angry at sick people do you Mm-mm. so you consider them mentally not okay <laughs> sick yeah don't take them energy. too seriously you yes. just see that this if someone is a rebellious person at home know that they're not in the best of their mental health mhm 
So they deserve all your compassion. Yes, in the heart, each of our hearts. That's what we can control is helping our hearts grow and removing the barriers more and more. So do you think, um, Guru Dave, that because of our wounds, our childhoods, all the things that have happened to us, everybody's sort of in their own reality. But then as we purify and connect more to source, there is the reality, like, or do you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think everybody kind of has this clouded sense until they keep purifying and aligning more and more? And that's... I think you should not sit and worry more about your feelings, your emotions. They keep changing all the time. Yes. And you keep busy. Keep yourself busy. You know, if you're not in a good mood, just don't sit in a corner and sulk over it. Just get on your feet and go for a walk. Do a, do a, sit and do some painting right. and do play piano, play some music. You know, when you are in some activity that is more meaningful to you, you can get over those uh, yes. bad moods, you know, bad um, the curve, the low curve that you go through. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I think we overthink, we focus so much, right? On like me yeah, and, and how do, what do I do with my heart? And if we yes. sit and struggle about it, the more you go into, the more you get into a mess. Yes. So, you know, we must know all of our emotions are fleeting. They are momentary. Some may not agree with it. Some may say, no, oh, I'm sad for so many years. But well, that is our own, uh, you know, uh, making in some way, I would say. Mm-hmm. It may not sound so sweet to ears. How, how am I making my own misery? No, you may say. But if you really go deep into um, the mechanics, you will see that uh, if you have the capacity and power to save your mind. Mm. Mm. Yeah? Save yourself. You can do that. If you just sit and think only about yourself, what about me, what about me, you end up depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just they, out there, there are so many people who are in worse condition than us. If you look at, uh, you know, others' life and want to serve them, put your energy in that, with the contacts, when you see you are in much better place, that also gives you a lot of strength and solace to yourself. Yes. You know? True. So we must see that um, service is a part of our life. Mm. If we engage ourselves in... Uh, service is actually the expression of our heart, our love. Mm. And if we are engaged in any service activity, our complaints about ourselves or others will go down. I used to be so focused, Sri Sri, on achievements. Like you said, the perfectionism, the grades, the bestseller lists. And then I read the Gita, which had a really big effect on me. And there's so much about non-attachment and about service. And then I struggled to create goals. I don't know, it's like I went from one extreme to another. It was like, oh, it's just, you know, God, Spirit, and me. And so um, it's just, you know, sometimes it feels like we're either in that material world or then when we open up to this other way of being, (laughs) you think, 
you know, how, how do I act? What am, what am I supposed to reach for? Does, does that make sense? It feels a little bit nebulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Gita was given uh, in the war field. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they, Lord Krishna didn't tell Arjuna, okay, this is all no good for you. Just go away, have peace in Himalayas. No. Mm. He said, stay put and fight. Fight it out. But at the same time, no, there is an aspect within you which is uh, unshakable, which is everlasting, which is uh, beyond the material world. You know, latch on to that something which is so permanent and so beautiful and so vast within you and draw strength from there in your activity. This mm-hmm. is exactly what I am saying all the time. When you meditate, you gain so much strength from inside. And then you save your mind, you know. Then clarity comes up in you um, all by itself. Mm-hmm. And then there's guidance. Yeah. Instead of being so mental. Yeah. Um, clarity in mind, purity in heart, and sincerity in action. All are linked. They come by themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think so much of this wisdom and the ancient wisdom is needed in today's world, uh, especially. I can't, but I agree more on. <laughs> well, there's all this emerging research, especially for women, but all people with social media and the detrimental health effects, or mental health effects and feeling like you're always having to compare yourself. You never feel good enough. It's always this focus. You know what? The younger generation this year, uh, of of this time, or they are much more progressive. Mm. They are not so consumeristic in nature. They care for environment, mm-hmm. and they also take time for themselves. And and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. They are not as consumeristic as the previous generation were. You know, they want to do something good for the society. Now, social media is there. There was a time when people used to take social media like the gospel truth. <laughs> but of late, when they saw so many fake news yes. floating around, people today take anything from social media with a pinch of salt. They know. They, they try to do fact check. And that's a good thing. Now, how much social media we should be? We should be in, but uh, we should take some time, real time with people and some time for ourselves too. I would recommend everyone to take three days or four days of silence every quarter. Mm. You know, because this, this instrument called mind, we are bombarding it with so many impressions all the time. Yes. It needs some freedom, you know, it needs break. Otherwise your mind, if it had its uh, a chance to go to a labor court, I tell you it will win. <laughs> because we are taxing our mind too much. It should have its vacation. Three days of silence will just energize every quarter. And that... Uh, that's that's something we have to pay attention to. 
Now we in Artaburi conducted lots of silent retreats mm. all over country, all over the world. In fact, so four days, three days, and people come and do the silence. In silence, they breathe, meditate, find their centeredness, find their purposefulness. They feel so good, so energetic, physically fit and mentally energetic when they go out. Hmm. I usually say I have only one rule in all my camps. That is, you can come in with your worries and tension, but I won't let you go with them back. Mm. You had to drop them right here, and that's what is happening. And people all over the globe they they enjoy the the depth of silence, the value of silence. I would say the joy of silence. Yes, the silence is not something dull, boring. No, it's so joyful, so blissful. Something so many people haven't haven't even tasted it. Yes, it's much better than you know. I have never had tasted drugs. I never used the drugs. But people who are into drugs, they say, "Oh, this is a million times better than drugs." <laughs> it's really taking that time to consciously make space. For the camps, and also yeah. in daily life. So, do you think so much of our our worry is self-created? Just the thoughts running and I said, worry is lack of understanding of who you are and what potentials you have. Mm. If you're a good driver, you don't worry sitting in the car. Will I be able to drive in the street or not? Right? Yes. You're a good driver. You know. But someone who has not held the steering or doing it for the first time, they'll be nervous, right? So when you see life from a bigger context, worry simply disappears. Hmm. And, and you mentioned potential. I mean, most people aren't really tapping into their potential. Would you say? They're not tapping into the huge potential that they have. Why is that? You think nobody has told them how to. Mm. They're not taught. They never kept quiet. We didn't go in silence. We are working, working, working. We are doing all the things outside, and we get so tired, exhausted. We come, we knock the pillow, and that's it. We. We are out in sleep, and then we wake up again. You know, it's yes. a cycle. We never take time to ourselves to consciously rest. There's one type of rest that you get in sleep, but the conscious rest you get during meditation does the magic. Mm. It's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you believe that each person, since we're all unique, has this? So you need creative power or this ability to create something completely new. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Express. Everybody is unique. Everyone has uh, their own talents. Sometimes we we don't find expression for our talents mm -hmm. because because of all this drama that we create for ourselves, mind gets buried in so much of tension, worry. Uncertainty, 
anger of the past and anxiousness of the future. Yes. Oh, don't tell my God. <laughs> all these things, I feel so sorry for. When I see from my eyes, I see all oh, these people have so much potential. They could be so much happier, yes. so blissful, and how they are bogged down or buried under their own doings. And that's when I came up with Art of Living workshop. We have fifty-seven different workshops for different groups, whether in prison or in mm. colleges, schools, and for people, the housekeepers, everyone. And it it has done its job, yes, very well, very good. So when I see the tears turn into tears of joy, it's it's immense satisfaction, you know. Well, see, the people if they really knew the benefits, right? Because they're spending so much attention and energy on, let's say, you know, the the external low looks or chasing all this stuff. They can do that. They can. Yes, they can do. I'm not telling anyone. Oh, you leave everything and seek for spirituality. No, you can do whatever you want to do, but take a little time. Balance. Take a little time for yourself, so that you don't deplete yourself completely of energy. And spirituality is that that gives you so much energy. So, in the world where we're trying to convince busy people to spend some time inside. In your um, in your programs, Sri Sri, what is you know in a practical sense to people for people to do your breathing exercises and your meditation for a beginner, right? Who's saying, "Oh, I have to fit this into my life." What's like a reasonable oh, amount of time? Just take just take six, seven hours, eight hours time. There are online classes also happening, but in, and in offline classes, you come and sit with. We have so many instructors here, mm-hmm. and you can learn the breathing techniques. And it needs personal attention to uh, correct the techniques mm. and make people do it. And it's so effective. That's why not everything can be learned online all the time. It needs a personal interaction, and that also we have done now. There are online classes and then offline classes. People can take. So they can take the classes and then maintain it at home. Yeah, at at home they can do ten minutes, twenty minutes every day, and find so much joy, so much energy. And I have put put out uh, many different meditation techniques, so mm. they can download it and sit and do meditation. As I said. Most important is to take a silence retreat. Mm. And in that way, there will be proper food, proper exercise, and meditation. There's nothing compared to it at all. Mm-hmm. It can really energize our whole system and feel like coming out very fresh and <laughs> clarity. I think that's what a lot of people oh, are. Clarity, people are confused. Yeah. And, <laughs> It's sort of you know you come out with bubbling energy and enthusiasm. Don't you want that? Yes. When you want to do work in the world, what you need? You can't just go like a zombie. You, you need a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm uh, to face challenges with a smile. Is in itself is a is a big thing. Yes. Right. And all this is 
what you can get from spiritual practice. And so is it a goal to connect in to this energy and find the joy from something not out here? Like we can just give ourselves the joy. Yeah, just discover yeah. that you are joy. Yes. And know that you're already connected. This, this idea that you are not connected in your mind is your own um, lack of awareness. We're already connected. Yeah. We just tune in. Yeah, it's like in. a broadcast, <laughs> like a radio station. Wow. And then it gets deeper and deeper. People continue the programs. So they do the silent yeah, retreats yeah. semi-regularly. I mean, life begins after the experience, deep experience of meditation, samadhi or satori. Then, you know, it adds a new dimension. It opens the door for Many other, I can't even put in words, uh, dimensions that, that are there and we're not aware of it, you know? Yes. It's not only someone, enlightened person only will experience nothing like that. It, every, it's open to everybody. Now, of course, they have to do some practice, give some time, discover the wonders. That we carry in our life. And then to circle back what we were saying earlier, if anyone's listening to this that's new to your work, you're not suggesting, again, we just sit and take care of ourselves. There's so much action for your work, the humanitarian efforts, the thousands of people that have benefited from the infinite things, schools, hospitals, <laughs> clinics, festivals, all of it. You know, again, back to the inspired action when we start with ourselves and we start to tune in and tap in and, you know, if someone's listening and say, oh, you know, I, I do want to live love. I do want to live that life. It comes. The guidance comes. No, you want to be peaceful. You want to live life with joy and, uh, and experience love in your life all the time. This is, this is natural. This is the innate desire of every human being want to experience unconditional love and eternal peace and happiness that doesn't wane or vanish right and a friendship that lasts for long forever these are the things that everyone aspires but the way to get it to it you don't know it's here, I'm saying, you have to cool down, slow down. If you're too ambitious and all the time trying to run, you don't know where you are running. You must know what you want. So you need to take that little time to yourself. And meditation is that which provides you, which adds the dimension to your life which you've been looking for. Mm. Mm. That's the spiritual dimension, right? And spiritual dimension, again, I am saying, it is not pulling you away from your responsibility. It only helps you to uh, conduct your responsibility happily, joyfully, mm -hmm. rather than feeling burdened by your own responsibility. Yes, it's yeah? a different approach. Absolutely different, completely an opposite uh, view of mm -hmm. what then contrary to what we have been believing or thinking. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. That's a very different view. So I'm going to ask you another practical question, Trishri, for modern times where a lot of people in our community ask as well, a lot of people are lonely. A lot of people want to find a life partner, a soulmate. You know, there's a million dating apps out there. Do you think it's necessary to first connect to the love in you before that's what people are really looking See, for? See, yeah, you're looking for a partner and you're someone whom you may choose. They're also looking for a partner. What type of partner you would like to choose? Someone who is happy, someone who is giving, someone who is not selfish, right? Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, are you these three? Are you happy? Are you joyful? Are you a giver or are you a taker? <laughs> Be honest with yourself. Huh. What you expect from your partner, you should know your partner is also expecting that from you. Mm. Who would like to be with someone who has a long face and who is mourning and wailing and wailing and crying all the time and complaining? You have a complaining negative vibes around you and you know nobody likes to spend time with you. See, we speak or we convey more through our vibrations. Yes. And if our vibrations are loaded with stress, anxiety and selfishness and misery who would like to be with you and so you end up feeling lonely first work on this make your vibration positive so powerful huh? make your vibrations positive and get out of that gloomy mood let there be a good smile on your face unpretentious honest smile you know, no makeup can match the real smile that you have in your uh, in yourself. You know, then you are such a pleasant person, palatable person to anybody. Then why would not people like to be with you? Mm. You were saying vibration, energy—that's something you. Can yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's energy. The energy when you cleanse your own energy, when you mm. make it positive. Then that will attract people towards you. Oh. Not a complaining and a mind which is always craving for something. Yes. If you are craving and crave, just imagine, would you like to be with someone who is craving for something or who is always selfish, self-centered, is looking to grab something from others all the time? Absolutely not. Nobody likes someone who always wants to grab. So, are you contributing to someone's life? Are you there? And say to anybody or everybody, say, I am here for you. That is a very different energy altogether. Right? Yeah. So to do that, you need to cleanse yourself for energy. Meditate, do breathing exercise. Yeah? Then say, total shift. Mm. I tell you, it doesn't take long time. Don't think if you are miserable for last eight years, five years, three years, it will take another so three, four years to get where you want to. No. Just in a weekend, do one silence retreat and just you come out wow. with a smile. And that vibration, I imagine, it affects everything. We were talking about yeah. conflict resolution, communication at work and home. Your energy is different. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shushree. Lovely. Spending time. Very nice. 
Incredible. Thank you very much.